welcome to tonight's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast. Today we have Latrum Soul. Yes, that's correct. Latrum to Soul. Soul. All right. He is. Uh, I, I I don't even know how to describe you. You're 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 on YouTube. You're you're running around at conventions and and uh, you're uh, you've got a convention that you're with and. Uh, all that fun stuff. So please tell us about yourself, sir. Well, you know, um, I'm a very unique character. Unfortunately, uh, uh, I come out of hell. Uh, usually I just do it once a year, but I, I started getting into the horror conventions because I started off where I was the host of a haunted house and it's grown from there in the last 20 years. Uh, we actually created it and converted it to another convention, which is called Haunted Screams Expo. And we do that in September, but I have a really good time. And, and since I had such a good time, I decided to start going to different cons and saying hi to everybody. So it, it's been a, a beautiful experience seeing people and you know, not getting the, uh, the strange looks that I do whenever I go to the beach. Yeah. I could, I could uh, definitely see you at the beach, you're out there with your your coat and your big black umbrella and hanging out. Of course, you know. Uh, so, so what level of hell are you from? Well, you know, I'm at the very starter level and, I, and uh, you know, Lucifer says that I talk way too much and he's always happy to get rid of me. Um, I haven't even earned my horns yet because uh, I never do anything bad. <laughs> um, so... Uh, you're, you're you're saying that you you start out as a haunted in uh running a haunted house uh, where were you running a haunted house at uh out in virginia beach virginia beach yeah um now that had to be a, a quote unquote hell of a have a haunted house to have a demon running it so <laughs> oh yes i told everybody if they fall behind and left behind then they stay behind because you know our monsters can do whatever they want with them then yes <laughs> um now where's your where's your convention that you're running oh it's uh it's in hampton virginia and it's called haunted screams expo uh in september uh, 17th and 18th is whenever we do it it's always the third weekend in september okay because i seen uh last year's lineup i haven't seen this year's lineup i went i went to your site uh that is a a great bunch of guests that you had last year uh, this year, it's going to be a lot better, and uh, soon it'll be dropping. Um, but since, you know, you're interviewing, I'll give you a little prequel on some of the people that we're going to have. Uh, we're going to, hopefully, some of these people are, are people that you're interested in. Uh, Character-wise, I know I'm going to have um, Pinhead there. Uh, I know I'm going to have uh, the Leprechaun, and I know I'm going to have Chucky. And I know I'm going to have Leatherface and Samara from The Ring. So those are a few of the people I'm going to have. That's that's real good. Uh, I have met uh, Pinhead. I have met two Leatherfaces. Uh, and uh, first Leatherface, um, super nice guy. I had him on the show, but when it was a public access television show back in the day. So... That's where this started out as. Um, Pinhead, really nice guy, ironically enough. Um, but uh, that, that's, that's already looking to be a great lineup. Um, <clears throat> I'm here in Ohio. Um, so that's not 
that big of a trip over there. We just did, um, we went to Horror Hound last weekend. Uh, well, not last weekend, weekend before last, sorry. Right, two weekends ago. It's such a good show. Yes. I, I hadn't been there in forever because it always seemed to coincide with something else we had going on, you know, because uh, um, I uh, I have my, my own comic shop and stuff, so I deal with that on top of everything, and then, so... <laughs> Um, so, so what else do you do outside of, uh, um, going to conventions and, uh, running your own convention? Do you, do, does, do you have to, to keep all the hell beast in order or, you know? Of course, of course, you know, it's, it, it's hard to, you know, dot over of a T's and cross the eyes. You have to make sure the eyes are crossed and sewn shut. It's, it's a horrible thing, but we got to do it. You don't burn the eyes out first. You, you just sew them shut. Oh, no, no, no. Just in case, they, you know, they get on vacation, you got to cut it back open so they can see everything. Uh, <laughs> now, what's your favorite torture for putting people yeah, in um, You know, I think my favorite torture is uh, Chinese karaoke. <laughs> oh, that, that has to be just horrible. Horrible. Well, yeah, you need earplugs, and it still doesn't help. No, American karaoke is bad enough. I couldn't imagine Chinese karaoke. Um, <clears throat> now, how long have you been running your convention? Oh, well, you know, uh, this will be our fourth year. So we're pretty new at the game. Um, but I think we're doing a pretty good job, and everybody likes it so far. We just keep growing more and more each year. So uh, the Haunted House was something that we really enjoy doing. And uh, the, the incorporation of it is you actually have to go through the haunted house in order to get to the vendors and see everybody. So yay. Oh, that, that sounds awesome. Um, I, as, as, as someone who has worked at haunted house, I, I didn't work at haunted house. I worked at a haunted corn maze. Um, oh, those are fun. Those are, those are great. Uh, the best thing is, is that usually the biggest, burliest guys that act like there's nothing are the ones that will knock their girlfriends aside to get away from the monsters in the maze. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. You don't have to be the fastest. You just have to be faster than the person next to you. And tripping them helps. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Now, did you become the demon you are at... The haunted house, or were you the demon you are before the haunted house? You know, uh, um, I was actually created for the haunted house, as far as the humans know. Mm. But you know, I spent several thousand years before that just saying hi to everyone. <laughs> it's like, hello, what's your name? Welcome to hell. Yes, you are very bad. I see. Okay, good. Please go to lot number seven. Ah. Uh. Now, did, did you ever have any run-ins with any of the other demons because you were doing either a too good of a job or not a good enough job? Well, you know, all the time, all the time. And, uh, you know, un unfortunately, they, they do a better job than me because sometimes I look at people and I'll be like, you know, you really don't belong here. I'm going to send you back. You should go to heaven. And, you know, of course, Lucifer gets mad at me for that because he said that we have to keep all the souls locked away. Um, do you know uh, the show Reaper? You yeah. ever heard of that one? Yeah. Okay. So you know how uh, the, uh, the the souls always escaped. Yep. Well, I was the cause of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, but hey, okay, but there's reasons because that show ended on a cliffhanger. I know. I was so upset about that. 
you know, I really wish that uh, it would have continued. I am, I am still upset about that because, um, is, is so, so is that a documentary? Is that what it was, that, or or was it just a doc or a docudrama about the real events? <laughs> I think it was a docudrama, you know, because you know dramas always leave their cliffhangers, and they're just like, you know, that's enough. We don't want to talk about it. So does the devil really look like Ray Wise? Oh, you know, on a good day, when he, when he wants to say hello to people, you know. <laughs> so, so he looks more like Ray Wise than Tom Ellis. So, <laughs> yes, yes. And when he gets mad, he's he's actually really portrayed as a you know from a legend. You know, it's just that big hornbeam thing that you gotta hold on to. Tim Curry, then yeah. is it Tim, Tim Curry? Curry? Yes, of course. <laughs> The big, the big horns and the and the and the and the uh, the the cloven hooves and of course. You know, the only thing I thought was disappointing is is that um, darkness is not the devil; he's the devil's son. At least in legend, he is. I know, and I, you know, honestly, it's sad because I think that uh, he did the best portrayal of the devil, in my opinion. You know, the makeup and everything, and you know, when I visualize what Lucifer looks like in, in, in public, instead of actually seeing you know Ray look in front of me and say. Get get away! I, I keep on wanting him to turn into the darkness. Yeah, that I, I that is one of the best uh, versions of the the devil I think has ever been put to put to celluloid. So now now since you're doing conventions now, you got your own con. Have you thought about doing television? Have you thought about being a horror host like so many other creatures of the night and demons from the from the pit? You know, um, I've actually been uh, approached with that uh, several times, and I'm considering it, you know, but I, I really like um, talking and sharing more events with people like you that have your own podcasts and your own things, because I think it's important just to be more of a guest right now. But it has been broached. Um, even some people have asked me to host a, uh, a TV series before, and I'm considering it, but I don't know. I might, I might not. <laughs> okay, so... What's your favorite movie? What what movie would you put on if you were to do your own show? Um, you know, I have to I have to actually look back. There's so many. I mean, what do you judge them on? Do you judge them on on the the scare factor? Do you judge them on the gore factor? Do you uh, judge them on just the the actual special effects on the way the monsters turn out? I'll tell you a story. You see, when I was a young boy, and um. Growing up, uh, my parents wanted me to be scared of uh, R-rated movies because I always was bugging them. I was like, I want to see an R-rated movie. I really do. I really do. So they thought they would scare the bejesus out of me. And the first R-rated movie that I saw was actually uh, Alien. And my parents had it uh, on Betamax. And so we played it. And when I was watching it, I was like, oh. Oh my, oh my. But you know what? I fell in love with it. And so at night, I turned out all the lights, got some glow sticks and a blanket so I could throw the glow sticks down hallways and wait for the aliens to approach. And then I was going to throw my blanket over them like a nut and try to keep them. <laughs> now that I think about it, that probably wouldn't have worked anyway. But that's what I wanted to do. That. That's a great story because uh, I literally I didn't watch Alien Alien today. I watched Aliens today. Oh, so, that's a great one. Yes, you know. And I watched it on Laserdisc. So, okay. 
<laughs> you're going back to Betamax. I'm going back to Laserdisc. So. <clears throat> I'm so. You know, it's like halfway through. Oh, flip it. All right. Do it again. Here we go. Well, no, you got to flip it three times. Three times. Because it's, 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 it's uh, four sides. <laughs> so could be could be worse. I, I have other movies that are even longer. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, all right. What's what's uh, other than Alien? What's your go-to movie? The movie My that you favorite? can watch whenever, or um, movies, horror movies. Yeah. Um, I like I like Mike Myers because he's he's more realistic for people, and I think it's. It's very strange how in, in today's society, in the world, people always talk about uh, serial killers. And instead of actually killing them off, they just want to lock them away and study them and find out what's going on. So I think movies like uh, Halloween are more realistic to actually come to life. And so that brings a whole nother scare factor. So I, I really enjoy Halloween. And I really enjoy like the Conjuring style movies. Okay, yeah, I, I, Halloween one is is one of my favorite, and I can always watch that. I've I've watched that probably a hundred times, if not more, because it gets it gets watched at least once every Halloween, and for the last thirty, probably thirty five years, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it started the, the the whole slashes. If it wasn't for the creation of, of Halloween, who knows if we'd ever end up getting Jason and, and Chucky and the Leprechaun and all these other guys that want to slash up and kill people. It, it started a whole evolution of, of movies. Yeah, because we, we had, um, before that, you know, we did have Leatherface and stuff, but I think that that one is the one that really, because... I think with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, people couldn't uh, like put themselves in that situation because, you know, you live in a city or you live in a small town or whatever. You're not going to go out into the backwoods of Texas, get lost on a dirt road somewhere. But there is a possibility that there's a crazy person that lives next door. True, so, true. Yeah. And, you know, in, in all honesty, I just don't think that... Um, people were were ready for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it was way before its time with the gore factor and, and how gruesome it was. But there's I don't not much gore in it. Ready for that. Yeah. yeah if you watch, there's not a whole lot of actual gore in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's all off screen. Yes. Psychologically, it was there. The scariest thing you'll ever see is in here. So, of course. Um, now, do you have a, go, a a movie in another genre that you really like? That's like your go-to movie, and you know, you know, oddly enough, um, as as crazy as I am, um, you know, I, I love all kinds of different movies. I like comedies, actions. It really depends on what mood I wake up in. I even like musicals. You know, the uh, the other day I was watching the movie The Producers. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a musical, and I was like, wow, this is actually pretty good. And my friends were like, what are you talking about? Change that. There's no death in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do like it. There's nothing wrong with a good Mel Brooks movie, and that's the uh, the producers. The the new. Did you watch the new one or the original? Oh, the original. But I have seen the new one. So yeah, Mel Brooks is a really good guy. He's a he's a excellent producer, and I love his his movies that he brings in. Uh, you know, 
um, like Blazing Saddles was really funny. Um, and of course, you know, um, Men in Tights, you know, so yeah. Yes. And uh, his, his son is uh, pretty good too, putting out the uh, zombie uh, books there. So now, okay, back to, back to hell here. Do you have a favorite person to torture in hell? Oh, my favorite person to torture in hell. You know, hmm. I don't really know. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of them out there, and uh, I think people would, uh, would would get a little mad at my uh, what I would say on that, and it would cause a lot of controversy. So I I don't think I should answer that one just yet. <laughs> do Do you ever, since you're up here up here on on the earthly plane, do you ever go up to people knowing full well that they're going to hell and be like, "I'll see you soon." Yeah, <laughs> I do it all the time, and they're like, "Oh, wh why? Where are you going next?" And I was like, "Oh, you'll see, you'll see." Uh, <clears throat> now, do you have um, a go-to actor that you really like at his movies? Like mm. almost any movie that they do that you'll go see. Um, I like Mel Gibson's always pretty good to me. Um, I like. Oh, let me see who else would be a really good one. You know, because it's like he's changed his character so many times throughout the years that, that, that I really enjoy watching his work. Um, I would have to also go, hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of good ones out there, really. But you have to look at them as characters instead of... Uh, uh, an actual actor because then if you follow them too much as an actor itself then I find you you get disappointed in life because then you get mixed up in their drama yeah. and it, th their world is their world you know but they're, they're still really good actors yeah uh, I, th I legitimately decided the other day I think my go-to actor is Gary Oldman because oh that's a good one that's a good one he's so good in everything <laughs> And uh, yeah, he was Rex in uh, True Romance, which is the best. So, um, let's see here. Um, all right. Now, when you do your conventions, and now you said that you have the haunted house before going into the convention, um, do you have issues with trying to get people through the haunted house that they just kind of get stuck? and freeze up before they can get to the convention? All the time. And this is what we've done. We've actually fixed that problem. So what we what we decided is we actually created two haunted houses. Uh, when we first started off, we had people go through and they're like, oh, that was nothing. But you got to realize that uh, conventions are, are geared toward everybody. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're four or 99, you should be able to come in and have a good time. So what we ended up doing was we created a kid's haunted house and then an adult haunted house. So that way, if, if you're one of those people that gets scared very easy or you just don't want to deal with it, go through the kid's haunted house. It's friendly. The monsters give you candy, you know, and, and it's like walking into sets of different things. And if you want to get scared, and you need a helping hand then you know you go through the adult one then do you have people that go back through several times or they just go in through the ones you know i i've actually had cosplayers go through the haunted house enjoy it come find me and say hey can we hang out in the haunted house and scare people the rest of the day and i'm like yes you can but 
uh, you know, follow our rules. I don't want you grabbing people, choking them, or, you know, start stabbing them inside, you know? So as long as they follow the rules, I don't care. And there's some people, I went in uh, last year, I went through the haunted house just to check on it. And I had some people that were sitting down with my gremlins and playing uh, Pac-Man on one of the machines that we put in there. And they were eating lunch. And I was like, hi. And they're like, hey, Rachel, I'm sorry. I was like, no, you're having fun. That's fine. Now, I seen your music video for your uh, the Gremlins, the Critters, and uh, doing the Muppet Show tonight. That is great. Yes, yes, we did that for TikTok. Yeah, I I, yes. I didn't see it on TikTok. I saw it on YouTube, and I'm literally sitting at the shop, and I started laughing so hard that a guy from the other side had to check on me because I was laughing. <laughs> and he's like what is it like just watch (laughs) and unfortunately he was too young and he didn't quite get it because he didn't know the muppets that well so he only knew the muppets from the new stuff and not the old stuff and i was like no no and i had to go find a video of the muppets and show them so but that well i'm glad you could appreciate that you know and uh now i also saw the video of you with the ecto one and uh, where were you at during the filming of that one? Um, I was actually driving home and uh, I, I saw it on the side of the road and it's at a place called Hocus Pocus, just a little Hocus Pocus. It's a, uh, it's a, a Halloween shop in North Carolina and I saw it sitting out there and I was like, wow, I have to steal that. I mean, borrow that. So uh, I pulled over and talked. I went in there and I was checking it out and I opened up the door and trying to figure it out the alarm went off and the owner came out yelling and i was like hello so sorry but yes it it worked out we're really good friends now yeah because it looked like you were like in the middle of what looked like you were in the middle of nowhere when when you shot that i was like how did you find the ecto-1 in the middle of nowhere (laughs) it's it's right off of the highway uh going uh from north carolina up into virginia so yeah yeah. great place she's got lots of cool things i I've, I've never been lucky enough to see stuff like that i've only seen uh the michael bay transformers and the car from gone in 60 seconds going down the interstate nice and nice uh, a ufo once if you ask me and my wife it was a ufo on a flatbed trailer going down the interstate and everybody goes why I didn't you take it. pictures i was like because it was surrounded by black SUVs, and the last thing I wanted to do was take a picture. And get, and get in trouble, yes, because they would have been like, excuse me, let me have your phone. We're going to smash it now. So, uh, so, so how do demons deal with aliens? Uh, I think they're fun. I think they're fun. They do things a little weird, you know? Most of them don't talk our language. They just kind of like talk to you in your head, and then you're like, is that my voice or your voice? Because I'm a little confused. Uh, now, have you run into any xenomorphs since you've seen aliens and tried to capture one? You know, I, I've run into a couple of them and, you know, I've tried to catch them and then they take off the thing and I, and then it's a human that's dressed up as one. So it was very upsetting. But, you know, the, the suits were amazing looking. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, it's it's some of those alien and xenomorph costumes are stupid good. You're, you're like, yes, they are. They you're are. like. How much did you have to spend, and how much time did you take to make that? Uh, and then you find out how it takes to get inside one. Uh, 
a few years ago, I, I was going to buy a full predator costume and, uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I like look at it and it's uh, uh, just it looks like a wetsuit inside, just a rubber wetsuit. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to wear this after you've worn it. <laughs> like, they're, they're, they're pretty crazy uh, on how some of the cosplayers build things. And it's always impressive to see it. Um, one of the things that we do at Haunted Screams Expo is we have our own version of Face Off and we call it Monster On. So mm -hmm. The, uh, the people, all the special tech people come out there and they have to make a monster from head to toe right in front of everybody from start to finish in four hours. And the winners of it will get a makeup kit uh, for them to carry around, uh, first through fourth place trophies and a contract with an independent film con. Uh, so that way they can actually get their, their career started. That one's pretty fun. I love seeing the creativity of people and cosplayers that can put things together and bring, you know, people like you and make them into people like me. Now, you have, would, have you ever been approached to be not just a host, but to be in a movie? Um, you know, um, I get approached with, what is that? And, um, I'm sorry, sir, you can't be here. If you don't leave, we'll be putting you under arrest. Does that count? <laughs> oh, there, there, there was a, a time where, you know, somebody approached me and said, hey, aren't you from Harry Potter? Or um, aren't you the guy from Sin City? I get that one a lot too. And I'm like, just because I'm yellow, doesn't mean that I'm from them. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now, so is your house like the coolest house Come I, like I like it. I like my house a lot. Um, I have lots of uh, different Halloween things uh, and, you know, uh, different rooms that are set up for different things. Uh, I have one room and, and we should have recorded in that room because I think that would have been better. But I got people partying there right now and it's like a cave set up. So that one's really nice. And it's got uh, all my uh, order collection stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's you don't you don't really want people i, I you, you're coming in and getting your horror stuff though that's the that's the only bad part about showing off your horror stuff because people yeah. will, will be like hey that's cool yeah. can i play with that no you can't stop don't touch him but yes i get it yes that's 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 one of the problems i have with all this stuff back here and over here that you can't see all the 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 uh the nephews and the nieces come over and they're like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, don't touch that. That's mine. <laughs> you can play video games, but you cannot touch the toys. Yes. I have an inter in a, uh, entertainment room set up uh, for friends. And it has uh, uh, a bunch of old uh, actual machines. Uh, it's like the old uh, Atari game systems or you put the quarters in. Mm -hmm. you know from back in the day and i have a cool table and then on the other side i actually have my snakes because i have 20 snakes that i actually breed and you know they're always fun to have around oh what's your favorite snake oh you know that's like saying what's your favorite child you know you can't really pick one you have to say all of them what's your what's your um i guess i wouldn't say you have a favorite snake but what, what's your favorite breed of snake oh i deal with boa constrictors yeah. I have a lot of boa constrictors. Um, 
those those get insanely pretty um i've 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 never owned one i've had friends who've owned one i'm a uh, um i don't have any now but i was a uh lizard guy had a uh, monitor lizard so oh nice yeah i love so, those boa constrictors are, now now i now i got cats and dogs because i get <laughs> yeah. that's okay i have a dog too so you know my dog is uh he's 150 pounds his name is uh kuma he's uh an akita Oh, he's geez. always trying to bring me home treats. Yes. You know, I'm like, don't, don't do that. Yes. Uh, my mom's Akita tried to take down a deer one time. Uh, they will try. <laughs> she was she was big dog, too. Um, so how long have you been out of hell serving up here as the uh, just... Well, you know, in in, uh, in your timeline, uh, it's been a good time. It's it's been about twenty years. Uh, in hell time, it's been about like two hours. Because <laughs> yeah, because time travels differently. People don't realize people, that. People don't understand that. Yeah, you know, so you spend an eternity in hell, and if you do get kicked out of hell, it's only been like a couple days. So it is. And I'm enjoying my time. And I, I, you know, I call Lucifer all the time. And I'm like, do you want me to come back? He goes, no, we don't miss you. Stay up there. <laughs> now, now, do you have um, other demons who came out with you? Or you just got kicked out by yourself? I got kicked out by myself. But, you know, every Halloween, I get to see some of my friends come back. And I'm like, hey. And they're like, hey, Jerome, we can't talk to you right now. We've got things to do. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Like the boss won't let us talk to you. Yes, but that's okay. I'm making new friends like you, you know? Exactly. And uh, with with doing the horror conventions now, what what are some of the horror conventions you've you've gone to? Not the one that you like the the not your convention personally, the other convention. Yes, yes. Oh, I've gone to a lot of different ones and each one of them, you know, it, it's unique and special in their own way. And uh, I love the way that people put them together. And I love seeing the fans and, and getting to know people. Um, I've gone to, uh, let's see, Scares That Cares. That's a good one. I, I really enjoy them. Hellhound. Um, I've gone to uh, the Horror Fest in uh, Jersey. Um, I've gone to uh, one uh, in North Carolina, Horror Fest in North Carolina. Um, I've gone to uh, Monster Mania, uh, which is, you know, a wrestling one, but they called it Monster Mania. And I was like, hmm, yeah, I guess they could be monsters. And, you know, I've actually gone to uh, uh, a couple other ones that are slipping my mind. I just came back from one, which was really unique. And I liked that one a lot. I know uh, there's a New Jersey one that I'm going to pretty soon. So, yeah, that, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with them all. Now, have you uh, um, have you met all the guests you've wanted to meet, or there's just a guest that you have not met yet that you really want to meet? You know, um, I have met quite a few, uh, you know, horror actors, and uh, the way I look at it is, if I haven't met them, I want to meet them, because uh, eventually I want to meet everybody that I can. And I'm always going to be disappointed, whether it's a, an actor or just a person in general. I want to meet everybody, you know, before I have to go back. 
and I want to make a, a, a lasting impression where, you know, if, if you and I were to meet up, let's say that we met up in, in California for like Monster Palooza, uh, you know, we'd be able to hang out and have a good time. And, you know, that's, that's the relationship that I want to build with everybody, um, you know, and a lot of the actors, they're really down to earth people. And, you know, they're really friendly. And so far I've gotten a good rapport with a lot of them. Uh, some of them I, I talk to on a daily basis and, and some of them are looking forward to, to meeting up again. Uh, it was funny because I was talking to uh, Robert Mutes and uh, he called me up the other day and he was like, hey man, are we still going to Dragon Con together? And I was like, Dragon Con, let me get back to you and see if we can make this happen. Because I think it'd be fun to run around with a, a, you know, a guy that's huge and, you know, I'll be like, I'm your bodyguard. But, you know, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I used to, I haven't been to Dragon Con in forever. I need to get back down there sometime. Uh, God, I, 20, I think it's 20 years ago since the last time I was there. Jeez, that's... Yeah, well, you know, life gets busy. Yes, it know? does. Um, especially since I, like I said, with, with uh, I got kids, which now three of them are adults and I only got one still at home, uh, running my own shop doing the podcast, doing my other two shows and uh, trying to do conventions when I can. Then I'm trying to put on my own convention personally back here in my small home. Oh. And um, we, we did really good. Um, and we were the, literally the weekend we got our venue. Uh, I was going to announce the date and start announcing guests. And that was the day they shut Ohio down. So... <laughs> Oh. oh, so it got put on the back burner till this year, where we're getting the the uh, venue all knocked out and and uh, the dates all figured out and trying to work around other people's days so we don't have other conventions going on on the same day. And uh, I I couldn't I couldn't imagine yours is is huge compared to ours. Um, I couldn't imagine trying to work the, the logistics out of something like that, getting all those guests and the dates and the, the venue and whatnot. That has to be insane. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I mean, when, when I picked out the dates, it was fine. Everything was fine. Everything was good. Uh, rented out the convention center and, you know, set everything up. And then once COVID hit, uh, everybody started shuffling things around and redoing it and rebooking. And so now there's a lot of people that are doing conventions around the same time that mine is. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but hopefully I still have a good time out. Yeah. That's, you know? that's, we were supposed to redo ours last year and uh, it kept getting closer and closer. I had the venue, I had everything. Luckily the people worked with me and uh, it got down to the point where I was like, okay, there's literally, I think five things going on the same weekend I had booked it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to compete with five other things. We'll never get the guests. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll put it off till the next you know, Never say never. No. You know, have confidence in what you do. Um, you have a good following. All you have to do is just uh, just push it out there. You never know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, we, we get people who, you know, my, my, my store is technically the thing that puts it on. And I have people who are like, Oh, I didn't know there was a store here. I'm like, did you go to the comic book convention here in town? They're like, yeah. I was like, that's me. I'm the one that did that. <laughs> I'm the one that booked that. You saw me as you walked in the door. <laughs> uh, 
Now, unfortunately, a lot of people don't know how much work goes into putting a con on. No. Yeah. Um, one of my really good friends, he puts on one, and I think I think this was their 15th anniversary this last year, or last year, yeah. And um, he's doing it this week, this year, and I'm like, I don't know how you do it. It's, there's no, and he does all these little small ones, too. So he's he's built, you know, he did one big one, now he's doing a couple small ones, now he's doing a couple smaller ones out, out in the periphery, and I'm like, and he's got two little kids, and no, I'm like, I don't know how you do that, but he does. So good on him, man. He's a great guy, though. So if you ever hear from a Jesse Noble for Gem City Comic Con, he's a good guy. So shout out to Jesse. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, okay, so. Do you have, I got I to go back to the whole demon thing. Do you have the demon mobile or do you just drive like a Prius? <laughs> Somebody try to call in. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. What was your question? Oh, I was sitting there. I was like, uh, do you get like a cool demon car or do you get, uh, or, or what, what do you drive? I should ask. Well, right now I'm, I'm looking for a very cool demon car. Uh, as of right now, I, I drive a, a Camaro and it has, uh, you know, it's all black with flames going up the top and dragons on the side. And then I have a Mada Cycle. Uh, it's a Ninja Kawasaki, but I, I really am trying to find something that fits me more. Just so I could show up in conventions with that. And they'd be like, yep, there's Latron. Yep. So uh, I have uh, two Camaros. Um, nice. both of mine are old and they're both project cars and they're in the garage but <laughs> then my yeah. my my daily driver is uh it would be the perfect color for you because it is inferno red so i love it i love it you know and i prefer to have an old car that i can work on yeah you know, that's... Then, there's way too much going on now and it's like ugh, it's not working and they're like oh you just have to reset the button I'm like, okay well there you go electronics again Yes, uh, I have I have uh, my convention van, which is a is isn't old, but it's a it's a 2011, um, no, um, like Dodge Town and Country. So just a, and I had to it just stopped working, and I'm like, why doesn't it work? And they're like, oh, the computer's bad. Oh, yeah. so then I had to go and pull that out, which is like, oh, I can fix this. This is easy. You just pull the tire off. You pull this panel out. You pull the computer out. You put the new computer in. You put the panel back in, you put the tire back on. Not that easy. You got to go get, you got to get it to the, the dealership so they can reset the computer so that your key works and that will acknowledge your car is the car that, because the old computer is set to that car and then the new computer needs to be set to your car. So they make it so you can't fix it, even if you can fix it. Right. So, but now the Camaros out in the garage are uh, 350 Chevy engines that are easy to fix. <laughs> except, except for I can't figure out why I'm not getting gas from a gas tank to my engine on one of them. But Ooh. that's a that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that's that's you got to trace the lines and everything. Oh my God, that's that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's uh and and up until recently I just didn't have the space to work on it so we had to build a shed and now I put my tools in there and then I'll jack up my car and I'll get up underneath it hopefully I'll find out why from point A to point B so <laughs> well good luck on that yeah 
So, I mean, uh, give me dated on that one, just so. Yeah, it's a it's a, a seventy eight and an eighty two, but the oh, eighty nice. the eighty two had an engine swap, so now it has a engine out of a seventy. I think they said seventy four Corvette in the in, engine in it. Okay, so it's still a three fifty right. Chevy engine. It's not. Ah. <laughs> uh, as we go with. Um, so, so what kind of motorcycle are you looking for? Since you, you, you're looking for a uh, custom, you want to get a custom built one for yourself or you want to find you one that fits you? Custom. I, I was thinking about trying to track down uh, a replica of the original Ghost Rider movie one. Just a big old, you know, sit back chopper with a big skull on it with the chains for the forks. Uh, I seen that at uh, Pittsburgh Comic Con. I think was the last time I saw that. Yeah, so, I think it would fit me. Yes. The uh, the the uh, giant uh, flaming skull eyes and now now see, but would you be able to turn on the flames? Oh, I don't know. Because you're not a spirit of vengeance, so you might be able to ride well, the. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can. I just want to drive up the side of a building, actually. <laughs> Do, do the uh the the see i'm not gonna lie i like the new ghost rider with the hell charger but because uh um i love the charger that is a beautiful car and uh to have flaming wheels and be able to drive up buildings too in a charger would be awesome <laughs> i have a friend of mine that actually bought the demon but he never takes it above 55 and i think that's such a waste of an engine I, I told my wife if if because I my 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 car that I have my daily driver is a uh, um, a Hemi Magnum, so okay. I want to if I ever the only problem is it's only got sixty thousand miles on it, so it's it's I hate driving it more than I want I have to, but it is my daily driver so I do have but I told my wife I was like if I ever get a chance I'm putting a Demon in it I'm putting the Dodge Demon engine in it. And she goes, why? I was like, because I want to be sneaky. I want to roll up in what looks like a station wagon that has like 700 horsepower. So. <laughs> hey, sleepers are the way to go. You can't, I mean, that would be really cool just to be able to pull up to somebody and then they got like their all little rice burning vehicle all jazzed up and everything. And then they're like, just boom, just blow them out of the water real fast on a drag strip. I, uh, my, uh, I had a, um, 87 Camaro and uh that thing was fast everybody wanted to race me in it so I finally had to uh my father-in-law gave it to me I had to give it back to him one time and I looked at him I was like I'm gonna die in this car I need you to take it for the time being so <laughs> when, I, when I could be responsible with it I can have it back so <laughs> uh, but it, now now is Camaro your favorite car since you did since yes. you got one. Yes. What year do you yes, have? I um I have a 2011 right now. Um I would really like to go back and get like a, a 67 and rebuild it from scratch. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a uh I love the those those first three years. Um but I also really like the 71 and 72s. So I always say they look like they have a mouth, like they're 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 trying to eat something. Yeah, my father had a 1971, and it was a it was a, a greenish color, 
uh, it was a beautiful car. And I really wish that, you know, I could find that one again and, and restore it as well. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that one. Uh, my dad had a uh, seven, 69 Trans Am or, or Firebird, not Trans Am. I would love to have that, but I have no one knows where that car ever went to after he sold it when I was born. So <laughs> see, it happens. See, I had to come along and screw it up. So, <laughs> um, with everything that's going on, with you being out of hell, um, do you, do you ever miss it? To going back because you're like you got to be like this place is worse than hell want to go back <laughs> you know if, if uh if i ever do miss hell i just go sit in dmv for five hours you know uh that's that's what's crazy because i went to the bmv the other day and uh i was in and out and i was like this is weird i i walked in they're like we can wait on you now i'm like me are you sure what? <laughs> I, I thought there was like, but nope. I walked in, walked out. I was like, I can't believe this is the BMV, but there we are. So, wow. You must have like signed some sort of deal that we don't know about. Uh, evidently. I, I don't know. Um, oh, I, I, I do have to ask this question since you, you are a demon. Um, did Robert Johnson sell his soul to learn how to play guitar? Oh, uh, you know, he just sold his soul, yes, but it wasn't to learn to play guitar, it's just so he could naturally do it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, do you, do you ever run into people that sold their soul and, you know, you're like, ah, you're still up here. <laughs> yes, I'm like, oh, enjoying life so far, I'll see you soon. <laughs> oh, man. Um is there anything else that you'd like to talk to talk to us about? Like any upcoming projects or anything? Um, I don't, I really I really don't know. I mean, that's uh, pretty much your department to ask the questions. And do you, do you know, I'm any, enjoying uh, talking. Do you have any upcoming convention appearances or anything? Um, I have to look at my schedule. There's a lot of uh, a lot of places that has invited me, and you know, if I can make appearances, I, I try to do so on my best. Uh, you know, uh, and it doesn't even have to be horror cons, uh, you know, like we just talked about Dragon Con and, uh, you know, some anime conventions, which is always funny because then they look at me and go, what are you? I'm like, I don't know. What are you? But, you, know. you watch anime? Uh, yes, I do. I do. I like anime. And, you know, it's funny because, uh, like, I remember a long time ago, um, I went to Otakon. And, you know, this was when Otakon was still small and me and my friends dressed up as like Marvel characters and people looked at me and said, you're in the wrong convention. I said, why? I can't like anime. And I just didn't understand what that person was yelling about. But, you know, now I look back at it and I see all the people that cosplay and different things. And I think it's great. I love seeing the... Uh, the nurses uh, come walking around and doing their little twitch at different conventions. And I'm like, yay, the nurses are here. You know? So it, it just goes to show you, anybody could go to any convention as long as you uh, have the imagination and, and you're willing to go and have fun. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's all about having fun. Um, yeah. I learned that relatively late in life uh, doing conventions. Um, I started actually, I have... Uh, a full set of stormtrooper armor. I have uh, Sith robes. 
I have um, the Red Hood costume, which no, you can't see it. The helmet's over there. I have, um, and hopefully uh, by the end of the week, I will have a full Spider-Man costume. And uh, oh, beautiful! So the only thing is, is that I either a got to get really skinny and lose some weight, or I got to be Richard B. Parker from the uh, the old man Spider-Man. The one. <laughs> So, so I can wear the bathrobe and the sweatpants, but the Spider-Man hood. And the mask. Uh, <clears throat> now, did you have a favorite? Did you, what was your favorite costume that you had when you were a kid? And my favorite costume that I had when I was a kid. Um. Wow. Let's see. Uh, I think. Uh, when I was a little little child, I used to run around as uh, as Batman, and I had like a, a little the little stupid plastic one with the plastic mask, mm -hmm. yeah, and it felt like a garbage bag. But you know, my imagination wouldn't let me stop thinking about that, and I did whatever I wanted anyway, jumping off the couches and trying to swing from the chandelier, which my parents didn't like. Um, when I got into a, a little older. Um, me and my friends would uh, run around as like a, uh, the group of the Lost Boys. So I enjoyed being vampires for a little while there. I went into that mode of life. And that was really fun to do. Um, and then I really got into uh, creating and making prosthetics and, and full-blown costumes. And I really enjoyed making them and putting them on other people and just sitting back and watching reactions from people above. And, you know... So yeah, there's there's been a lot, but you know, I'm very, very happy with the life that I've lived so far, you know. Oh yeah. It's um do you do you ever get people put them up and then take them out just in the public and for no reason other than to just mess with people? Oh yeah, it's very much so. Okay, so um here's a story for you, and I got in trouble on this one. Um, do you remember blockbuster videos? Yes. Okay, so me and a friend of mine, when we were very young, we went to a blockbuster, and before we went there, we were in my house, and I put a fake arm on him, and we put a blood pack and a little pump, and he put his arm behind his back, and then we put the jacket over with the fake arm in there. We go to Blockbuster, and he starts picking up a movie, and I was like, you always want that movie. We started arguing, started fighting, he threw the fake arm up like this, I broke it. Blood started squirting everywhere, and I'm running around with a fake arm, screaming bloody murder, please help my friend. Ambulance shows up, the police show up, and then our parents had to come and pick us up at the police station. They were not happy with us at all. <laughs> I've never done nothing that big. I just scared my parents a lot when I was a kid. I found the... Uh... Uh, like the mortician's wax and stuff like that, and I'd make the the like eyeball hanging out and whatnot. I'm like, mom, um, I could see that kind of like uh, what was that movie? Uh, summer school, the movie summer school, summer... yes, with uh, love that movie, Chainsaw, Dave and Chainsaw. Yeah, I think Just... I would get in a lot of trouble if I did that in school. But yeah, yeah. um, junior year of high school. I got this thing, you put your hand in it, and you folded your fingers like this, and it was a glove that looked like your hand. You stuck your thumb out, and it ran a tube up through your back, and it came down to your other hand. So you squeezed it, and blood would come out where the fingers were. In shop class, I'm cutting metal, and I go, 
and I go, ah, and blood squirting everywhere. My teacher runs back, slides across the floor, starts going through everything on the floor, going, find his fingers, find his fingers. And at this point, I'm starting to laugh so hard, I couldn't do anything about it. And he's like, and he stands up and I'm pulling the glove off. And I thought I was dead. I thought that this guy was going to kill me. <laughs> and ironically enough, I mean, it was just, it was right at Halloween time. It was a Halloween prank. And this is back in the nineties. Yeah. Early nineties where you could kind of get away with some of this stuff. And uh, I just got a great big talking to, and I'm like expecting like the, the hammer to get dropped on me and it never came. And I'm like, okay, I got away with it. <laughs> so, that's not a thing you teach a kid is that you can go with No, definitely not. Uh, Sounds fun. Sounds yes. a lot of fun. The, uh, th those were, I don't even know if you can buy those anymore. I haven't seen them in years. But uh, I'm sure you can make one. <laughs> you know, I think you know. I think if if, uh, if the two of us were to actually hang out, that might be really dangerous for the world. <laughs> It'd be fun. It'd be very fun. Um, I'm trying to get a friend of mine did a Bigfoot movie locally, and oh, nice! Their costume is in I think in Northern Kentucky, and I'm trying to get them to bring it back so I can use it just to mess with my friends except for i gotta know the friends that don't have guns because i don't want to get shot being bigfoot outside of their house yeah, you know they might do it just to say hey look we, bigfoot is real we have proof oh wait that's not that, never mind that's paul oh, you shot me no that that's i i love messing with people and still to this day i do and it's it's gotten harder to do because more people are more savvy to this stuff. But just to be able to, you know, I messed with my neighbor kid when I grew up out in the country because he was afraid of Jason. So I hung outside his house while like my parents and his parents were hanging out in their kitchen talking. He was in his bedroom watching TV. And I come up and I'm like, starts tapping on his window with the hockey mask on, the full coveralls, the big knife. And yeah, you can't do that now because I would have got shot. Get shot now. <laughs> but even, yeah, wow. You know, that's so much fun. Yeah. It's, and that, that gives away my age a lot, telling these stories about stuff that you could do in the 90s you can't do today. <laughs> or in the 80s you couldn't do today. So. True, very true. Yeah. Now, now, do you do you ever get to take your monsters out like you know come halloween time you get to take them out to the neighborhoods or do you go take them to the mall or do you take them to like shops or anything like that locally yeah um uh there's a local place called harry girls halloween house and he's pretty big up and down uh, the east coast but we go over there we we help out you know pass out candy and talk to the children uh out in Virginia Beach, they did it once, and I don't know what happened, but there was a, uh, they had a Halloween parade, and they asked me and a couple of the guys to get dressed up and go there, so we did that, and, you know, uh, if you look on my Instagram and my Facebook, you'll see uh, a lot of our creatures that we've created over the years. Um, 
but yeah, you know, I always enjoy that. I, I really enjoy getting out there and talking to people and having fun and, and especially letting them know, you know, that Halloween is not just about this, but it's about the imagination and, and becoming anything that you want to become. Uh, I even went on uh, a local news channel and they interviewed me and it was, it's fairly interesting because they were all about it. And then as soon as the lady that was supposed to talk to me comes out, she tripped and, and fell back because she was like, what is that? And I was like, hello, I'm the guy you're interviewing. And they're like, oh, okay, can you stay over there? I'm like, I'm not going to move until you feel comfortable. It's okay. Uh, is, is that online? Is the interview? Yeah, is sure. Okay, well, cool. not, not, the, not the falling part, but the actual interview the actual itself, interview, yes. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, now, you, you said you're on, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, you're on YouTube. Uh, any other places we can find you? I have a huge following on, on, on TikTok. I enjoy doing the little TikTok videos that I shared on YouTube that you mm -hmm. enjoyed. I got a bunch of days. So if you ever go onto TikTok, look it up, you know. Um, and then, uh, of course, I have my Twitter account, but I'm not on there as much as I should be, you know. But yeah, I try to I try to keep up with social media at least this last two years because people kept on bugging me and saying you need to get out there. So my Facebook one, they're like, it's like, who are you? And I'm like, hey, I'm Nathan Desol, and people told me to come out here, so here I am. Oh, oh before I go, um, is is heavy metal the devil's music? No, no, definitely not. You know, that's for everybody to enjoy. I can't really tell you which one it is because, you know, that's our little secret. And the more people listen to it, the better off we are. Uh, uh, I always love that. So, so um, does KISS stand for Night and Satan Service? Uh, it sounds like keep it simple, stupid. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, so what's your favorite uh, music? What's your favorite genre of music? Metal, definitely metal. Do you have a favorite band right now? Um, I don't know. There's a there's a bunch of good ones. I, I'm I'm pretty old school, so you know, I mean, you you can't go wrong with Kiss. Uh, you you know, Slayer's good. Um. You know, but yeah, Metallica, uh, I really enjoyed Metallica, the old ones and the new ones. It's kind of a uh, love-hate relationship with them, you know. So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed them. Okay, cool, cool. All right. Um, well, I am so glad you came on here. Um, hopefully, we will get close to, to some time where you're at a convention that I can get to or you're at a convention that I, you know, we, we, can, we can meet up sometime. Um, because I think that'd be awesome. I'd love to see some of your your work and your your prosthetics and stuff like that in person. And uh, I, I do appreciate it. And uh, is there anything else that we forgot to talk about? Um, I don't think so. Um, I will put a post to, to your accounts and stuff at the end of the episode. And so people can come find you and all that fun stuff. And uh, if I find it, I'll find a list of your, your convention appearances. I'll put that up at the end too. Um, but I do appreciate it. Uh, thank you a lot. Um, you know, like I said, I, I like it. Any, anytime I can get somebody cool on here, you, you know, I, I love doing this. It's fun. Uh, you're, you've been great. Um, <laughs> and, uh, it, it's, 
it's it's just been cool. I, I appreciate it. So, well, thank you very much for having me. You know, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you and meeting you as well. Yep. You know, and I hope to see our friendship grow over the years. Yes, I would love to see that too. So, yeah. Um, so I will bid you adieu and a good night. And uh, whenever you're watching this, or if you're recording, you know, a good morning. So I will talk to you later. And, all right. All right. And bye, then, TV Land. Bye. We'd like to thank Landrum Soul for coming on today. Uh, it's not every day you get to talk to a demon from hell, um, even if he has been kicked out of hell. Um, we are going to talk to him more, and hopefully we can get to meet him in person here relatively soon. Uh, by relatively, I mean maybe September-ish. So as always, tonight's episode of the Group Therapy Podcast is brought to you by RU Game, the best comic book collectible nerd shop located at 124 North Sunset Drive, Pickle, Ohio, 45356. And as always, you can watch me on my other shows, Saturday, Scythe Fridays, every Friday at 8 p.m. and Saturday morning serials every morning at, every Saturday morning at 8, p, 8 a.m. Uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on both of those. Um, so, and you can check us out Mondays at 12 noon for more episodes of the group therapy podcast we have some great guests coming up uh i have a full calendar uh for the next week probably ish so we're gonna pound out a bunch of episodes and i won't get behind like i did this week so i apologize and as always take care and have fun and i will see you all next time later